2013 Formula One drivers whose names make them sound like they should be Scousers. Number one. David Valsegi. That's it. Hello and welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed, the first episode for 2013 featuring all three of us. All three of us being me, Gareth, him, Zog, Hello. and him, Richard. Hello. Are you excited, gentlemen, at the prospect of this 2013 season already? Oh, yes. Always excited, looking forward to the new season. Have you seen any but of the launches, Zog? Actually, I haven't. No, no, no. I haven't caught any of the launches, so you're going to have to tell me about that. But excited though I am, there's also a bit of trepidation, because I'm not sure how Lewis is going to go at Mercedes. It's a worry, and, yeah. And I want to see Lewis going well. Well, we'll get to how Lewis has gone so far in a bit. But Richard, you've been following some of the launches as well, haven't you? I watched McLaren live and Ferrari not live. Yeah. That's about it, actually. I've just been playing catch-up on the internet, which is where, essentially, they've all chosen to launch their cars yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, since well, yeah, terrorists yeah. have been hiding out on the internet, which is what George Bush once said, yes. Formula One is now hiding out on the internet, well, in the case of Mercedes, because the Mercedes team failed to make their internet launch or their internet preview happen. There was this whole complex thing whereby if you tweeted with the hashtag, what was it? Uh, ga- I think it was, yeah, was it, wasn't it F1WO4 reveal? It. That a garage would open on their website revealing a poorly lit version of the new car. Yeah. But that didn't work. Did it? They failed miserably, and they they well, because there wasn't enough tweeting action to kind of raise the the website just crashed. Oh, right? mm. Like the Croft, like, actually... like, like that tape moderns Crawfec site that crashed, so I couldn't buy the tickets for the Crawfec gigs that oh. are happening this week, and I'm still which is the more painful. It. It's my <sighs> belief that nobody has Crawfec tickets because I don't know anyone who's got not even Crawfec themselves. Have, you know, well, this is what worries me. We know some people who tried to buy tickets. And couldn't buy tickets, you know. I think it's a whole conceptual art piece and they're going to play to an empty room. I don't know why I'm thinking that, but it might be on the internet because everything's on the internet these days, including Formula One launches. See how I brought that back around. I was only half a sentence behind Now, this Mercedes virtual garage door opening to reveal a virtual car. You you didn't interfere with that, Richard, did you? Well, you see, I discovered what was going on and on Sunday morning I was a little bit Mm. bored. And so I thought, well, there's this hashtag and you're supposed to use it when you tweet, and then your tweet may appear on the Mercedes homepage beneath the virtual garage door. And I thought, well... That's a good idea. Is it a good idea, though? Because there's no reason for your actual tweet to be pertaining to the car. Only the hashtag needs to be there. With these kind of things, you know, it's always risky when you throw these things out to the public, and basically, (laughs) it's basically a risk when you get the public too involved in your launch and your kind of PR activities. Particularly the Sniffential Twitter stream. You know, basically, you've got to encourage people to do it, and you've got to give them the right incentive. You have. And you've got to, and you have to not give them a way that they can screw it up for you. And what did you do, You have to to protect your ingenious marketing effort against... And I'm describing myself here. You have to protect it against bellends. Yeah. Because what I did was... Slightly drunk people. As a, well, no, it was Sunday morning. I promise I hadn't okay, touched the drop. But I was... I, no, 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 not even that. I just thought, I wonder. And what did you tweet? Well, I thought, I'll try this out. I'll use the hashtag. But what if I did something terribly inappropate, which would then look strange if it was on word. there? What like? No, I thought there must be a rude word filter. So my opening salvo was I just put, oh, my God, I think this hooker's dead. 
<laughs> Hashtag F1 WO4 reveal. And lo and behold, it appeared on their home. <laughs> and so, where did you go after that? I can't remember where I went after that. Help, I think I'm locked in a garage yeah. in Austria, please let me out. No, before. not Austria, come on. That is just too close to the boat. I, I put, I'm trapped in a garage in Brackley. <laughs> so you, please you, send help. You demonstrated exactly why those yeah. kind of PR initiatives are not I was going to do Ross Braun's mobile bit. number is this and then put up a fake number but the trouble is there is an Ofcom <laughs> list of dud numbers that they use for television but I couldn't remember where it is and I didn't want to put up a random number that I just thought of and then it turns out it's really someone's <laughs> mobile number but not Ross Braun and loads of people are ringing them but the thing was I did this I went okay well I've satisfactorily been a bit of a dick about this <laughs> you photobombed it basically a bit, it's a bit yeah. like that and then I went off on a walk with the dog I went up to Hampstead Heath and took the dog for a walk and I came back and lots of other people who followed me on Twitter or who had seen this going on had embraced it with gusto so that for a period it seemed most of the tweets that were appearing below the virtual and as it turned out jammed garage door were just utter drivel. You'd set a bad example basically. Yes, essentially. I'm the kind of kid at school that your mum says don't hang around with her anymore he's a bad influence. You were in the school photo twice weren't you and the second time oh. you were flicking the V's. <laughs> you were. So the Mercedes launch was not without difficulty but the McLaren launch to be fair went better than most of the reliability of their last season. It was great. They usually do things very well. They started... Except with... last year, building a reliable car. True enough, I blame Sam Michael. What? No, um, they on, started with Natalie Pinkham hosting... What? Natalie Pinkham. Why are you doing that? Is, are you being dirty about... Natalie? I wouldn't dream of saying anything about lovely Natalie Pinkham. She's lovely. She did a fierce job hosting things. She was gorgeous. She did was you just confident. say fierce? Fierce, yeah. All right, Beyonce. What are you <laughs> <laughs> fierce. I mind the word fierce. Well, honestly, there, like well, yeah. Mm -hmm. But she was top. She. Sorry. No, she, that's she, all right. You can say the top. <laughs> dig yourself a little bit deeper. Yes, on, help me now. So, she, Natalie, she, yeah. unusual noise. Pinkham. Yeah. Still don't know what you mean there. Having. Have a guess, lovely. possibly one for after the microphone's off. Really confident, lovely performance. And then she started introducing a bit of McLaren's history. First of all, they had this film about Bruce McLaren shot at Goodwood, where, of course, McLaren had a rather mm, unfortunate yeah, end. Yeah. And they almost had like the ghost of Bruce McLaren walking with a limp away from camera, back of the head, and his thoughts. It was really beautifully done. And then they followed that with this heritage display of McLarens which were driven around the McLaren Technical Centre's um, lake swimming pool I was going to say <laughs> you're right lake the shallow lake and then in through the doors and into the presentation as it were on the stage in between Natalie Pinkham and the audience and it just got better and better you know they had James Hunt's McLaren there mm. they had Senna's McLaren there and then finally Button and Perez arrive Perez arrives in an orange MP4 12C convertible and then Button arrives in the new P1 still in the disguised black and white colour okay. thing it was proper theatre and then, unfortunately, the reveal of the car was a massive disappointment because it just looks like last year's well, car. Well, some of it is, isn't it? The front wing is from last year's car. Yeah. That's not the finished wing. Yeah. It was on a plinthy sort of thing. Did you see this? So it's on a, sort of on a slant, yeah. which is fine. So, the, the, the people so get you get a, a bit of view of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just looked a bit unspectacular compared to all that had gone before it, which was, in fairness, 
Yeah. Really good. So, Very good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Do you know also something else I spotted, and I discovered subsequently from one of the F1 journalists who was there put on Twitter a picture, he was sitting directly behind Ron Dennis himself. So the king of all of OCD was there, and yet <laughs> I noticed that the logos on the front tyres of the car were not were absolutely up. top dead centre. Yeah, yeah. There'll be, death. So there'll be a death. And there'll be a lot maybe of, there were, uh, uh, lot of hand were... washing. So that was the only bit of a rush to get it all finished, maybe? Well, they that seems are. like such an elementary error. You to go, mm. Come on, you could just turn it and there you go. Well, you'd think, I think but... perhaps the wheels are so well balanced that the excessive weight of the word Pirelli written across the top just made that wheel roll over. Or is it? And I genuinely wondered this. Is a modern Formula One wheel and tyre combination so perfectly balanced and so light that even the removing of a silky sheet can cause the wheels to turn eh, slightly? It could well have been. But if that was the disappointment of the McLaren launch, the fact that the car wasn't as interesting as the P1, you should have seen the Force India launch. Ah, oh, uh, now this I didn't see. <laughs> Because it contrasted... Was it in a lock-up? Was it just it, rubbish? It, it, it looked just... like it was. It was in a still busy look... Malia's lock-up. They're right? still busy it's looking for a stuff. second driver, aren't they? So yeah. maybe they're... Yeah. You know, well, this is what added to the bleakness, because in the razzmatazz of a car launch, you have the car and then the two drivers and the team principal. You oh, thank you, Paul. I did see the pictures from this of poor Paul DeResta, who is a bleak man at the best of times. I know. <laughs> sitting on his own, because he hasn't got a teammate. Everybody else is going, yeah! Oh, Jensen Button's going, yeah, my new best mate, Sergio, and... And, it was uh, exactly that. There's Paul Rester going, oh dear. Yeah, bleak, yeah. sitting on that front wheel on his own. And you could actually hear the wind whistling outside. It was like tumbleweed. It was heartbreaking. Paul DeResta need to kind of, they need to transplant about half of Daniel Ricardo's enthusiasm and yes. puppyish bounciness. Well, no, what about in, if you know, those two, it, they could make it in some way in the future, those two are teammates, because they'd be the perfect oh, yes. odd couple together. Aussie, no worries, mate. Perma smiling, yeah. happy Daniel Ricardo yeah, with Dur. Oh, you, no, you, you, you just won the race and you've announced your engagement to Miranda Kerr. Uh, <laughs> so why are you still looking like the sky's falling on your head? You know, it's it also it's the, it's the Force India thing, you know, and their colour scheme is very bright and yeah. orange, and they sort of have that Indian sense of, of spectacle and that feeling that at any moment there's sort of a dance routine could break out. It's all going on. And yet in the middle of it, you've got this sort of colour vacuum of an almost translucent Scotsman. just going, oh, no. Well, you've oh, got a very good reason so for it, I think, cool. because I think De Resta is now even bleaker than ever now that he realises he's been passed over yes. for Hulkenberg. He's yeah. got the good drive. But by way of contrast, from the sheer bleakness that was Force India, the glamour of the Ferrari launch was very good. The Ferrari launch was big. Big theatre, camera, top left-hand corner of the room. It looked great. But the mm. cleverest thing about the Ferrari launch, did you see they had the car under a drape at the front of the stage there? And they were projecting images onto the car and they projected the technology beneath the car, like a schematic diagram, mm. on that cloth. Almost like a flash of x-ray allowed you to yeah. see inside the car. That was... That's good. Red Bull did actually do something good similar deal. to that last year. Did it's they? a relatively new technology and I've been told by somebody who does that sort of stuff that it's really fiddly to do. Well, uh, it, it, it's it, very it, clever. If yeah. you're projecting onto a non-flat surface, that all with that and making it all match in—that's the—that's the difficult yeah, bit because yeah. it's millimetrically precise. I think to do it well. 
So of all the launches I've seen so far, the Lotus one I barely even remember, I have to say. Just, right, here's the car, goodbye, thank you. Oh, and they released a picture of a funny steering wheel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what's happening with gags. Lotus? Yeah, too many gags. Yeah. And not that we're ever guilty of trying to do that. No, course, we wouldn't yeah. do that, wouldn't we? No. Uh, but, you know, we're not a Formula One team. Just concentrate on trying to make a better car, I think, would be the message. <laughs> Uh, and to the pits now, and the Lotus of Kimi Raikkonen pulls into the box for the first time here in Australia. And, oh my goodness, all the wheels have just fallen off the car. But the wheel gun man, front right, uh, he's still approaching, and, uh, oh dear, brightly coloured rubber snakes are firing out of his gun. Uh, and what's this? A series of clowns are now getting into the car one by one and then getting out the other side. It's confusing for onlookers because it is seemingly a very small car. And now two engineers are walking across the pit lane with a pane of glass. This really is a terribly, terribly unfunny stop. Watch Actually, I'm slightly caught out this year, guys. I haven't quite got in my head who every driver is in every team because it's still not completely settled, is it? Oh, bum! You've got a cheat sheet here, and I printed out a cheat sheet of my own. It's the only way I can keep it in my head, and I I left it in the kitchen. The Zog's got it. Zog's got it. There we go. There we go. I have it right here. Okay, we've got Vettel and Weber. In yeah. Red Bull, spare driver Buemi. Did you know spare that? Spare driver. Spare. <laughs> yeah. spare. Keep a spare strap to the back. Exactly. Um, Scuderia Ferrari have got Alonso, oh, sorry, Alonso, let me say it right, and Massa. And they've got Janay, David Rigom, and Pedro de la Rosa. Hang on, where's David Rigon? He's not on my cheat sheet. Yeah, David Rigon, it was in well, he's, uh, uh, Super League Crawler, wasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. he's another driver who isn't going to have enough to do, basically. That's right, yeah. yes. They, they can afford to have as many drivers who don't do anything as they want there, Ferrari. Vodafone, McLaren, Mercedes, as we know, Jensen Button, and the wrong driver, Sergio Perez. Yeah, give him a chance, here we go. Yeah, yeah I'd give him a give chance. Him a ch- yeah. Should have had Hulkenberg. They've also got Gary Paffett, Oliver Turvey, who I thought was a character... Uh, that Rick Mayall invented in the 80s. Oliver Survey from Redditch. It was actually, I think it was called... Kevin... Kevin Turvey. Kevin Turvey. Turvey. No, it was Turvey. Yeah, Defo. Um, Defo. uh, Defo, yeah. Uh, Lotus, well, Kimmy, of course, and Roman, second chance, or third chance, Grosjean, (laughs) featuring David Valsecchi, Jerome D'Ambrosio, and Nicola Pross as the spare three Mm. drivers. McLaren, sorry, Mercedes. I say McLaren because one of the drivers is Lewis and Nico is the other one. Nico gets the number nine, Lewis gets the number ten. I noticed this, yes. Mm. Presumably that's because Nico's keeping his seat and Lewis is mm. the new guy, so there's yeah. some convention whereby yeah. new guy gets the... Didn't Shumi insist on having an even number? Nico had to change numbers when Shumi joined. That's really bad, actually. <laughs> he may have swapped back, <laughs> I forget. I want to sit there, I want to sit there. But I'm sitting here, I want to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> Sauber Ferrari, let us not forget. Nico Hulkenberg, yeah! 
And Esteban Gutierrez? Yeah, I was going to say Gloria, but you beat me to it. Gloria. Gloria Esteban Gutierrez. Yeah. <laughs> Gloria. And also Robin Friens, who's Dutch spare driver. I forgot to mention the spare drivers for Mercedes. Brendan Hartley, mate. And Anthony Davidson. What? Yeah, Anthony Davidson is the Mercedes simulator driver. Does the simulator? Is he going to be doing the simulation in that bachelor flat that he lives in with that massive iPad that you keep seeing on Sky? (laughs) I don't think it is a massive iPad. He is. Oh, it is a real sized iPad. Yes, because he does it with what's a flap, who's also not huge, Georgie. She's invisible to the naked eye, though, in real life. I mean, they're both tiny people. They're tiny. You know, excuse me, as 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 a slightly less tall, as a slightly less tall than than Richard I would say they are perfectly proportional. No, they are both under five feet tall they shoot that whole thing it's a real sized iPad and they shoot it all in an old ice cream box so they just, he's not yeah. exaggerating I, I, I believe you I mean, I, I'm just saying you know, the, you know, the, did they, you never see that episode there's where nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with not in. being six foot five it looked like you know, an attack of a giant well, they both screamed and ran off yeah. and, then, and, then, and then a maid came by and went Thomas Thomas and it was, it was all very it was like the, uh, the episode of the goodies where the cat knocks <laughs> over the post office tower post office tower I think it was at the time we're now dating ourselves aren't we what you call that tall thing in London I think by the time uh, our kids are of an age, they'll be going, what, you mean the global hyper-megacorn tower? What the hell's the VC tower? tower? Yeah. <laughs> We've named something now. Right. Where were we? Force India, Paul de Resta, and no one else. Although they've got James Rossiter and Jules Bianchi, and James Rossiter had a spin in the Force India at testing. Williams, who still haven't launched their new car, Pastor Maldonado. Pastor Maldonado. Thank you. And Valtteri Bottas, <laughs> who is filling the finish gap in Formula One this year. And they've also got Susie Wolf. My other half has got nothing to do with Mercedes Honest as their spare driver. Well, yeah, but this is interesting because Toto, hungry like a wolf, has, has <laughs> obviously moved to Mercedes now. He's kept his Williams shares, though, hasn't he? Mm, yeah, And he's kept weird, his wife yeah. driving for, for them. Cuckold? It was! I just keep an eye on him. He's got business interest there. You might as well leave someone you trust to keep an eye on things. Susie, what are they up to now? Oh, they're wasting a lot of money on carbon fibre. Tell them to stop! (laughs) I imagine that's how it's going. (laughs) Toro Rosso launched their car, which looks about right, actually. I have to say, Jean-Éric Verne, who's pretty good, and Daniel Smiley Ricciardo. No No worries, mate. But curious, Toro Rosso, part of the Red Bull family, no spare drivers listed. And this is... The Toro Rosso programme, who've got over 14 million yeah, registered they're, they're, drivers. they're not short of drivers. Well, I'd imagine it's sort of like playing sport at school. They're just still involved in a kind of picking Waiting contest. to, yeah, yeah. I'll have... Uh, uh, Brendan Hartley. Brendan yeah, Hartley, you, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you there. I'll have... Uh, yeah. Oh, he's not Oh, imagine. Program. He's just snuck in at the end. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> the one that never gets picked at the end. Yeah, I choose him. Okay, Caterham have got Charles Peake, who was at Marussia last That's year. Yeah, yeah. And Guido van der Gaard. Another new name. Yeah. He was a runner-up in GP2 last year. He's all mm. right, Guido. He's all right. I, I, I don't, don't know, I must admit. But you've got a feel for Heike Kovalainen. And even, um, what's his name, the only Petrov. cannibal in Formula 1, Petrov, yeah. yeah. You've got a feel for them. Because Petrov wasn't as bad as we all believed, and Heike's yeah. great. But Caterham don't seem to have the cash to have drivers they have to pay anymore, do they? Mm. Okay, and finally, Marussia, 
who've got Luis Razzia as their driver. And Chilton. another British and driver. Max new British, Chilton. New yeah. British driver in the sport, which is good. Max, who's brought over 30 quid to the team, I believe. At least. Yeah. At least. <laughs> and, and was five <laughs> seconds slower than the Ferrari in testing today in Jerez. So business as usual for poor old Marussia. Well, yeah, and then, of course, you missed out HRT, who... Don't discount them. <laughs> it could still happen. I believe their drivers are going to be Taka Anui and uh, Luca Badoa. <laughs> That's the team it's for It's a us. dream team. <laughs> Excuse me, mate. I spare some a change? No, I'm sorry. I... Wait. Are you Luca Badoa? Si, signori, it's me. Oh, God. Are you homeless now? What? I mean, I know you are hopeless, but this seems terrible. No, no, I'm not the homeless. I just need some money. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you any money. Go on, mate. Just a few quids. No, no. I'd love to help you, but this is for your own good. If I give you money now, you'll just spend it on HRT. Gareth Jones on I want to announce the winner in our Schumacher competition that we did in the Christmas New Year show in a minute. But a couple of other things. First, you know, they announced the Le Mans entry list this week. And did you see this car on there? The Lotus that is going to be run. I've got a picture of it here to show you, boys. And yeah, and uh, the P2 car. Yeah, and apparently this really is a Lotus, right? It really is. Yeah, not like the Lola, which has been running as a Lotus with a Toyota engine badged as a Lotus. The Rebellion Squad, who run very well. But look at that. This is uh, the Lotus customer car, which has been designed by a German consultancy, and it's going to be run by Colin Collis's father, who is called Romulus, I believe. Which what? Is, yeah, it's one of the first alien teams. Romulus Collis. Yeah, As great name. Remus, like, you know, Romulus. Romulus. Oh, 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 hang on, is he called Remus or Romulus? He's one of the two, Romulus or Remus, yeah. I can't remember. Okay. But Colin's dad. Colin. Well, that's, yeah, Colin, I am Romulus, <laughs> Lord of the Galaxy, and I shall sire an heir, and he shall be called Colin. <laughs> <laughs> But if they run this car, it looks wicked, doesn't it? It looks great. It's in proper Lotus black with Lotus yellow and green on the side and no total. But or it's, like hang on. So the engine in this is... A Judd. Okay. Yeah. Has any part of that car ever been to Lotus or been touched by people who work for Lotus? They've heard of it. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's good. That's they, good. They've bought At least they've they've licensed heard. it. They've, they've, yeah. Assuming they've checked their emails. Yeah. I mean, this is... It's silly, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, outsourcing is all very current. But Lotus are a car company. It feels like they should be making this stuff themselves if they're going to do it. Yeah, and more to the point, they're a car company that has a tradition of engineering excellence Mm. and of engineering excellence in race cars. So if they're going to do more in motorsport, what you want to see them doing more of is making their own stuff designing their own exactly. stuff rather than putting their badge on other people's stuff it's yeah, just absolutely. poo isn't it it's just because if it's rubbish they'll be able to go well it's not really ours anyway 
I would just put our name on it. And if it's brilliant, they'll be going, well, of course, that's a Lotus. And he's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Well, they suffered from yeah. this in IndyCar last year because they ran a car that was badged a Lotus, it's like all the other cars, was this Delara. And it had a Judd engine, probably mm. the same engine, I don't know, which they had to withdraw yeah, from okay. the series and are no longer supplying engines to the series because it was such an embarrassment compared to the excellence of the Honda and Chevrolet engines. Excellent, I use the term loosely. But it's, it's Well, this is because wrong, uh, but I believe that the actress Ashley Judd is just <laughs> slapping her name in any old product <laughs> without any quality control. So, Lotus, let this be a lesson to you. I thought it was the engine was named after my ex-ex-ex-ex-ex-ex-ex-ex girlfriend's dad who was called Judd maybe it's just him was that his first name yeah Judd really mm. Judd Heathcote good name isn't it that's a good that's name Judd Heathcote. I shall fight Romulus Collis to the death for control of the universe for I am Judd Heathcote <laughs> <laughs> Decorum in the forum now. Before Christmas, we asked you guys to predict what Michael Schumacher would not be saying in the 2013 season. And we had literally a dozen entries of some very high quality entries, in my opinion. The winner gets a Mercedes AMG Patronus or Mercedes Benz hat we've got two one of each of the two winners we don't know which one you're going to get and an actual bit of an f1 car richard you've got it in front of you got there. the box here i'm going to open the oh, box the box is being opened oh, it's a nice box it's nice you it's could, a, um, it comes with a certificate i was going to say it's sort of like a cigar box but more of a sort of slim pantella cigar mm. and it's nice it's got a real bit of um, vibe, but it has a certificate of authenticity in what does it say it's a certificate of authenticity on behalf of the Mercedes AMG Patronus Formula One team. That that bit was in capital. So I, I you have to I say that right, yeah. Do it justice. I confirm that this piece of carbon fibre from the side pod of a 2011 MGP W02 is a genuine team item. Signed Barry James, head of composites. Barry James and Judd Heathcote, head of everything. <laughs> And it it doesn't a, say that, but we can write it on Inspire if you would like. I will. I love the fact it's that it's great. It's mounted in sort of perspex. It is, and it? it's, it's a, a bit raggy and kind yeah. of that makes it genuine because it is just all a bit scrappy when you look at it. But it's mounted within yeah. a nice bit of perspex. It looks like it's done some work, you know. And there it is. Exactly, it's proper, yeah. and you know it's proper because Barry James, the head of composites, says so. Always been my favourite head of composites. Barry it's James. the best head of composites. So the runner-up reverse order. Yeah, I was going to say also because it feels cruel in a way to read out runners-up and then say, "Well, we've read you out, but you're getting nothing." So I have got a stack of uh, Stig biographies at home, popular piece of Top Gear merchandise, and I'll be honest, I can't get a shot of them. So this is very much a booby prize, but I hope that you will appreciate it nonetheless, because I would make it very clear, you cannot send it back. <laughs> so, for our run up a copy of Stig, The Untold Story, in hardback as well, worth about £18, or slightly less on eBay, so the runner-up who came up with this answer, Schumacher will not be saying next year, meaning this year. I now think the time is right to thank all my previous Ferrari teammates and their excellent support during my career. Their performances kept me honest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was Neil Halworth. Small round of applause for Neil Halworth. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, you do. Runner up, so you get nothing. You get to stink. I'm going to send him. She's up for nothing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Come on now. And the two winners are, with the statement, Schumacher won't be saying in 2013, yes, of course I'll be a race steward. Anthony Curry. <laughs> Round of applause for uh, Anthony Curry, uh, our first winner for that, who gets a piece of a Mercedes F1 car, probably driven or crashed or disappointingly performed by Schumacher. Breathed on by Schumacher, maybe. The other winner in this. And he's the winner because of his simplicity in the answer. Pink Schumacher won't be saying next season. Sorry. Mark Sepek. Round of applause for Mark Sepek. Also, Anthony Curry and our runner-up, Neil well done, you guys. You've been listening to Gareth Jones on speed. He was Richard. Goodbye. He was Zog. Goodbye. What you didn't see was I pointed to the wrong people. Yeah, that's right. There that's was a pause because we, pause, we yeah. were confused. <laughs> <laughs> and I was Gareth. See you for the next. Gareth Jones on speed! To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang.